0: Hello, Welcome to another episode of the Two Consoles Too Late Podcast. I'm the host, Jackson Keebler. This week, I'm going to be talking about StellarCon 2022. Also going to be talking about Game of Thrones House of Dragons. Finally finished it, my impressions of that good old show. Also going to have auction alert. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're about to get started right Okay, first I'm going to start with a shameless promotion. Head on over to patreon.com slash two consoles too late and check out the exclusive content there. I just posted episode two of the video game commute called Donuts. Why is it called Donut? Well, you have to go over to patreon.com slash two consoles too late, drop me a few shekels and you can find out what that's all about. (laughs) But if you're listening to this, perhaps you're uh, on your way to your Thanksgiving dinner-slash-lunch, whatever it is. But anyway, Happy Turkey Day! My Thanksgiving is pretty much always the same. I wake up and I make breakfast and I watch the Turkey Bowl. The Turkey Bowl is the high school game between my alma mater, Calvert Hall, and they play their rival Loyola Blakefield. Uh, I think... They used, they, when I grew up, they used to play it at Memorial Stadium, and then they played it, I think they played it a couple times down at um, the Raven Stadium, M&T, but now I think they played uh, at Towson University. But anyway, I always try to watch that, and uh, I text my brother, you know, who won or who lost. In this case, we're, we're, of course we're rooting for Coward Hall and the Cardinals. Um, so I watch that, and then I either watch a dog show or the parade or both. And I, around Thanksgiving, I always try to watch uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's just, that movie just never gets old. I, I'm always quoting that movie, um, especially when I'm playing video games. I'm, you know, if you watch uh, twitch.com slash two consoles too late. Uh, I've been playing a lot of, I'm, I'm doing uh, Ocarina of Time again. And I'll be going through the game and I'll, I'll just say, you know, you're going the wrong way and... That quote is from Planes, Trains and Automobiles. I that movie, I just love it. Steve Martin is so good and John Candy, rest in peace. Ugh, just If you haven't seen Planes, Trains and Automobiles, like you live in a hole. <laughs> just turn off this podcast and go watch it. But anyway, um happy Thanksgiving. This past weekend, I had the opportunity to go to StellarCon 2022. It's a small Comic-Con held up in Bel Air, Maryland. Bel Air Air is like 30 minutes northeast of Baltimore City. I've talked about it before. There's a retro game store up there called Retro Replay. Anyway, so I woke up Saturday, and I slept in on Saturday. I I woke up at 11, my wife brought me coffee, and then I slept for like another hour. I mean, I slept in hard. So I finally dragged myself out of bed, grabbed my shadow costume, and decided, all right, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I was a little ambivalent about going, I don't know. Things happen to me, like the day of events like this, I just get, I have second thoughts, and I get nervous. It's just, and putting me in a crowd of two, three hundred people just doesn't work sometimes. So I got in the car, and I went to the convention. The convention's held at uh, Hartford Community College at uh, their sports, uh, you can call it, a, they call it a, an arena. It is the Aberdeen Proving Ground Federal Credit Union Arena. And they abbreviate that down to APGFCU Arena. Ugh, it's just, it's a mouthful, but uh, that's where it was held. Um, I don't know how how many people this arena could hold. I I'm sure it's not much. Approximate seating capacity using the entire floor space with no raked seating extended, two thousand seven hundred. Uh, I think that's people seated. Uh, wait a minute, staged event seven hundred twenty nine. All right, so I would say just roughly. There was like three, four hundred people there. Anyway, hindsight being 2020, I I should have just gotten interviews. And the next time I do a Comic-Con, I'm just going to walk around with my goddamn iPhone and be like, Hey, what's up? What's your name? What are you dressed as? Why are you here? But I didn't do that. I'm an idiot. But I can just tell you about my experience and what I saw and what I thought. Now, I I don't really attend Comic-Cons. It's not my scene. Um, I I went to too many games once. And, of course, you got some people dressed up there, but that's more of a gaming convention. And I actually worked one year at Oticon uh, when it was in Baltimore. Uh, it has since moved on. It was a huge blow to the city of Baltimore. And I can tell you this from my one experience at Oticon. All right, Um. right. Let's just say it's fun to see the ladies' costumes sometimes. And, uh, gentlemen, I think, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about. And ladies, if you're listening, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a chauvinist pig, but, uh, it's fun to see some of these costumes. Anyway, um, but I think the biggest, the biggest draw to these conventions has to be, number one, the costumes. Number two, the vendors, and number three, the celebrities. Now, of course, at a Comic Con, you're going to see all sorts of costumes. You're going to see your stereotypical costumes, and some costumes that you're going to have absolutely no fucking idea what they were supposed to be. But a lot of these costumes, a lot of these costumes, just looking at them, I can only imagine the amount of time and investment. That goes into these costumes. I, a lot of these costumes were very involved. I mean, this isn't something you pick up at the Halloween store for like 10 or $20. These were like hundreds. They had to have been like hundreds of dollars. Which is cool. I think it's great. Personally, I wouldn't invest that kind of money in, you know, a costume. But people are into cosplay. And if you're going to use it more than once and you go to a lot of these conventions sure why not and I totally understand that I don't know if StellarCon StellarCon I guess is a smaller convention you know given the size of the venue and uh, the I guess the celebrities that uh, were on the list Uh, I guess you know more well-known cons can attract more a list celebrities but The celebrity list was pretty good, and I'm going to talk about that later. But first, I'm going to talk about these costumes. There was a cosplay contest, and I did not enter because I didn't have a snowball's chance in hell dressed in my shitty shadow costume. But I kind of wish I'd stayed to see the results of... uh, the contest just to see who won you know because I in my mind just looking around I had a few ideas of you know who might be in the running first I'll tell you why I wasn't in the running my shadow costume you can check it out at Instagram uh just go to two consoles too late my costume is just it's just sort of piecemeal together it's a trench coat a black trench coat I've had since I was like 17 and surprisingly still fits It's a black turtleneck that's just been in my wardrobe for years. What else is in there? I wear a black COVID mask instead of a red scarf that the shadow wears. Um, It's very convenient, especially now with COVID. It's like killing two birds with one stone. You know, it's like you get to wear a mask and it's part of your costume. And uh, I also have uh, a black cape, you know, just generic black cape and... You know, a black bandit hat. And that's it. I mean, I think all in all, I've, I spent $20, $30 at most on this costume. Now, I don't have sh- the, the shadow silver guns. And I don't have holsters. I, I never went that far with the costume. The problem with the Shadow costume is this. I think people just, they don't know. All right, Either they don't know who the Shadow is. Or they know who the shadow is and they just don't really care. I only saw one other shadow there. And I actually went up to the dude and I was like, hey man, it's good to see another shadow. I wish I had gotten a picture with this guy. See, now that I've gone to this convention, the next one I go to, I know what to do now. I'm going to interview people and take more pictures of myself and other people. So all that being said... Yeah, my costume didn't have a chance in hell of winning any sort of contest. My winning pick was this one guy was, I, I assume it was a guy, uh, was in an Avatar costume. And you couldn't miss him because cause he was so tall. I, some, I, and I'm i sitting there wondering, like, looking at this costume, like, is this dude, like, really that tall? or is, He must have had, like, platform shoes or something. I don't know. But this guy just looked like he was in the movie. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't like Avatar, I, I watched it once, so I can't tell you what Avatar character he was, but, so there was an Avatar guy there, there were a couple Indiana Joneses, now there was one Indiana Jones, and the gentleman was quite advanced in years, I would say, but hell, if he wasn't rocking that Indiana Jones costume, and he was, uh, he was, he was, at one of the comic stands, you know, going through the comics, and I guess he's a collector, but, you know what, rock on, dude, that's why I love cosplay, it's just like, you know what, anyone can do this, anyone, and it's not age-prohibitive, it's, it's totally accepted, it's an accepted environment, which is, it's, we need more of that in the world, <laughs> you know, I think we all should just cosplay, and just get along, I saw two Batmans, 2 Batmen. Bat-men. Uh, I'm guessing this one dude looked kind of scruffy. I guess he was going for the Ben Affleck look of Batman. Uh, the other one looked sort of Dark Knight-ish. Uh, so I saw two of them, and one of them was with their girlfriend, wife, lady friend, uh, and she was dressed as Catwoman also. To the nines, the nine lives, ha ha ha. Ooh, bad joke. There's my cat, speaking of. (laughs) Yeah, my cat just heard me say cat, and he just meowed loudly. We had a bonding session this weekend, didn't we? Yes. I sat and watched Game of Thrones for, like, two hours, and he just sat on my lap. My cat never sits on my lap. It's my wife's cat. But, uh, you can check out that picture at Instagram as well. Getting off topic here. Anyway... And of course we had a whole bunch of Star Wars. A whole bunch of nameless Jedis. I'm sure the Jedis were dressed as certain Jedis, but I just saw lightsabers and Star Wars garb. I was like, boom, you're a Jedi. But there was a Padme. Um, Unfortunately, it was an Attack of the Clones Padme. With like the white mid-drift shirt and turtleneck looking thing and the the slash in the back because that cat-dog thing slashed her at the end of that movie. God, I hate Attack of the Clones. That was a fucking horrible Star Wars movie. Piece of crap. Anyway, so there was a Attack of the Clones, Padme. There was a young lady dressed as Ray Skywalker. And her costume was the real deal. To the point where I double-took this girl thinking it was... Uh, What's her name? Daisy Ridley. I I was just like, holy crap, that's her. But no, I mean this girl just looked exactly like it though. Uh, so cheers to her. So so far, I'm as I'm walking around, you know, my top, you know, we'll call it a top top five. I've got an avatar-looking dude, a girl who looks exactly like Ray Skywalker, and an old guy dressed like Indiana Jones. And then you have your typical comic book characters. You got the Flash, you got Wonder Woman. Iron Man. Uh, there were a couple Deadpool's. One had a red costume. One had a black costume. Those those Deadpool costumes. Once again, hundreds of dollars. It Had to be. Had to be hundreds of dollars. So of course there was all the comic book stuff going on, and it wouldn't be a Comic Con and people doing cosplay without a couple Spider Men. So uh, there was a couple Spider Men as well. Now I did see one Zelda, but I. Didn't see any links. I did see one, a couple girls that were dressed as Hylians. Uh, I'm not sure that there were supposed to be certain Hylians from the game. Um, once again, I didn't ask. I don't know. I just... I have a thing when I go to these conventions. I'm like, I, I don't want to bother people. It would be rude to ask them what they are. But that's what I think these people are about. Like, yeah, I want you to take my picture. Yeah, I want you to ask me questions about my costume. See, I'm new to this. This is two consoles too late, alright? So we're switching the name, alright? This is two costumes too late. But, for every one costume that I did know, there had to have been at least three that I had no idea what they were supposed to be. I don't know if they were from an anime, from a comic book, from a video game, or it was just something they made up off the top of their head. Uh, There was a whole lot of that. And, um, once again... I should have just been like, hey, what are you supposed to be? I'm curious. So, next Comic Con or next StellarCon, I'm bringing, I'm going to buy a microphone for my iPhone so I get some quality audio. And I'm going to go up to these people and be like, hey, this is two consoles too late. What the fuck are you? I'll, I'll be nicer about it though. Okay, reason number two people go to Comic Cons. Vendors. Now the arena was quite small and there were I I was Of course when I go to looking at the vendors, I'm looking for video games. And I'll get to that. Now there were a lot of indie artists, which was really I guess it's not cost prohibitive for these uh, artists to, to get a booth or maybe they get a discount or something, which I thought was, I uh, I don't want to say the word cool because that just brings it down to some stupid level, but it was encouraging to see that, you know, low um, artists were able to, you know, sell their craft and display their craft rather than, you know booth after booth after booth of nothing but Funko Pops and comic books you know it's it's nice to mix it up here one of the indie artists had a graphic novel and this just grabbed me I just I don't know it was called Smack My Bitch now a title like that is going to be you know inflammatory I guess is the word I don't know it's going to stand out that's for sure so I don't know what the, the, the graphic novel was about, but I just thought that was interesting that there's a, a graphic novel called Smack My Bitch. I mean, you remember 20 years ago, the whole, you know, kerfuffle controversy with uh, the prodigy and the song Smack My Bitch. Up. So this isn't anything new. But um once again, there's also lots of independent artists and they were just, you know, sitting at their booths and they'd sketch something for you and... um There was even, um, there was, uh, two people, they were, I guess they were going to open up a coffee shop. And I thought this was a great idea. I kind of wish I had gotten a card so I could plug them here. But, uh, they were opening up a coffee shop and they were just handing out samples of, like, uh, iced tea and, uh, different, different drinks. And I thought, that's really smart. I did not partake of the tea, though. And I think I should have. Now, being a Comic-Con, there was, of course, comic book vendors. And there were two big ones, I think, and I'm not sure. I think they may have been uh, the same ones that were at the Maryland Toy Expo. Um, But like I said, I'm not sure. But Dressed as a Shadow, every time I see a comic uh, vendor, I just... I never go through the comics because I don't collect comics and I never will. But I always think, you know what? I should look to see if they have Shadow comics. uh, Like the old Pulp comics. Or maybe... Maybe they've done new comics. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really plugged into uh, the comic book scene. But if I if I get a uh, a shadow comic, a I'm gonna want to read it because that's what comics are for. And B, I would I have no place to display a a comic like that. And um, I just don't want to put it like on a bookshelf and just have it sit there. Uh, but every time I see a comic vendor. I just think, oh, you know, one of these days I'll do it, and I'll get around to it, but we'll see. Now we get to the big part, and of course the part that I'm looking for. There were three vendors that had video games. One vendor had a lot of Game Boy games, and I thought, oh, I'll look for Battle of Olympus. But as I looked through all the cartridges, um, some were in a binder and some were loose, they were all Japanese imports, and I have no idea what these what these games were, but they were all Japanese imports, so, right off the bat, I was like, okay, there's nothing here for me, and if anyone did have a copy of Battle of Olympus for the Game Boy, I probably wouldn't pick one up, I just want to see one out in the wild, that's the only reason I, I look at Game Boy games, but, this one vendor, okay, this one vendor who was selling video games, was selling a Nintendo Wii, and, It was just, the the Wii was completely loose. And it was like a piece of paper, like on top of it, just said like $75. And my OCD just went crazy. Because none of the wires were wrapped up. It was just a mishmash. It was just a pile of Nintendo Wii. And I'm going to say this, you know, in sales, no matter what you're selling, presentation is everything. Okay, just take the little bit extra time it would take to wrap up the wires and make the game system look presentable. Okay, the fact I, you know, I wanted to check that Wii remote for battery corrosion because I'm constantly doing that at work. But I'll say this once and I'll say it again. If you're going to sell a video game system, if you're going to sell anything, presentation is everything. Just Take a little bit extra time and make it look good. I mean, $75 for a Nintendo Wii is very overpriced. That's a convention price. I, I doubt very much that this person sold that Nintendo Wii. But that just bothered the crap out of me. And lastly, why do people go to Comic-Cons for the celebrities? And the list of celebrities was pretty... I mean, I guess for a small Comic-Con was pretty good. Uh, the only celebrity that I knew was Dante Bosco, and he played Rufio in the movie Hook. And growing up, me and my cousin used to love that movie, and we would chant along while watching the movie going, Rufio, Rufio. And I got to catch his panel. He was a he was a great guy, and he was, was really interesting to... To hear his insights into the characters that he's played. Uh, working with Robin Williams. Rest in peace. And Dustin Hoffman. Now in my show notes I put question marks after all the other <laughs> celebrities. Because I I don't know who these people are. But I'll just list who, who was there. Carrie Payton. Who did the voice of Cyborg. He was also in The Walking Dead as King Ezekiel. I only watched the first season of Walking Dead. I am not into The Walking Dead, I'm not really into zombie horror like that, but Carrie Payton was there, Nolan North, who voiced Nathan Drake in the Uncharted video games, and apparently voiced Deadpool, and I don't know what game that was, but Nolan North was there, and Cal Dodd, the Irish voice actor who did the voice of Wolverine. So, um, they, there was you know, some celebrities, and people were definitely in line to uh, meet them, get their autographs, and get their pi- pictures taken with them, and all that. I think it was like $5. I mean, it wasn't outrageous to get your picture taken with these these guys. Um, I I don't really buy into that whole celebrity culture. I don't, you know, I'm not gonna be like, hey, guess who I met? I met Dante Bosco. It's like, if I had met him, that would have been cool, but at the same time, it's just, you know, it just doesn't really blow my hair back.
1: <laughs>
0: so, will I go back to StellarCon 2023? Definitely yes. It was just so enjoyable to see people in costumes having fun. Vendors selling their craft. Celebrities talking about their experiences. It was just a fun time, and it's great to get around people, you know, despite COVID and all that, but I'm definitely going to hit up this convention next year, and, um, it really opened my mind to, you know, like, hidden other conventions, because, you know, uh, now I'm two costumes too late. Okay, before I get into the next segment here, um, I'm, I'm a I'm on a bit of a caffeine rush, so that kind of, that might explain my attitude right now. Um, I just went to Starbucks and I got uh, a cup of coffee, and I just kicked a dog. Okay, and the reason is is because the little fucker was nipping at my heels. All right, who the fuck brings a dog into sight in into Starbucks? All right, it's it's clearly not a service animal. Okay, I mean. If it was a service animal, yeah, I'd understand. You know, you have to accept service animals. But a little fucking Jack Russell in a sweater is not a service animal. Okay? I'm just tired of people just bending the rules for the little fucking dogs. You know what dogs do? They eat, they poop, and they pee. Okay? So, there's nothing in, for a dog to eat in Starbucks, so it's got two alternatives, alright? Oh, I hate people. I tried recording this part of the podcast last night, and I just... I didn't like it, and I was tired, so I'm re-recording it. Um, I finished watching House of the Dragons with my wife this past weekend, and I just, I gotta put out two things. One, uh, there will be spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, turn this off, because I'm gonna talk about it. And two, I fucking hate Game of Thrones. I I, I don't know why I do this to myself. Like, every time it comes on, I'm like, okay, I'll start watching it, And and I don't like it, I'm bored but something happens. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll see what happens next. And I end up watching an entire season and just feeling very unfulfilled. I am of the feeling that HBO and George R.R. R. Martin, like they're in somehow in cahoots and all they have to do is just put people in Game of Thrones costumes, put them in some sort of really depressing place. That's either a castle, a field, or a, a beach, and just make them do things, and people will watch it and think it's cool. Like, I, it's just, uh, I just, I don't know. I. something about Game of Thrones, I just can't deal with it. So, I, I have to preface that I have a serious, serious bias slash mental block when it comes to Game of Thrones, but yet, here I am talking about it in the hopes that people will listen to this podcast, and I hope people listen to it and think, you know what, Jackson, you're a total dick. Game of Thrones is awesome, <laughs> but here we go. The one thing I do like about Game of Thrones is the music. I, I I think it's got a wonderful score, and you can you know it's a good score when you go to a baseball game and you're on your way to your seat or whatever, and the Game of Thrones theme comes on at a baseball game. All right, that's how good the theme is. So I like I like Game of Thrones for the music, but everything else I'm just kind of. Eh wishy-washy, I I can't describe, it's not a hatred of Game of Thrones, it's just, it's just not my bag, I don't know, the thing is, alright, so this past weekend, my son was at grandma's, so it's very rare for me and my wife to sit down and watch something together um, that, you know, is either violent, gory, or both, so we decided to sit down and finish the season of House of the Dragons. She's been watching a lot of stuff about serial killers, and she's been dropping all these strange factoids on me about serial killers, to the point where I'm getting a little worried. So the fact we were watching something that wasn't about serial killers just made me feel better. So we got some Chinese takeout, another thing we could never do with our son around because he's seven years old and doesn't like Chinese. I, I don't know what seven year old does like Chinese. Anyway, so I got some orange chicken with white meat. It was pretty disgusting. And I was hungry an hour later. And my fortune was quite telling. It said, an hour with friends is worth more than ten with strangers. Dot, dot, dot. In bed. So, it's a pretty good fortune. And I'll try to remember that in the future. So, the next five to ten minutes, I'm just going to bitch about Game of Thrones. And I'm going to give stuff away. So, you know what? Deal with it. One of my biggest beeps with not just Game of Thrones, but any show is when you change an actor mid-season. Now, I understand that Princess Viserys, you know, she aged, you know, from being a teenager to a young woman, but I think the actress who played the teenage Princess Viserys could definitely have pulled off a young woman Princess Viserys. Why did they change the actress? I'm not saying that the, the second actress wasn't good or the first actress wasn't good. It's just, it's distracting. And the whole time I'm watching the show, I'm like, why did they do that? Why did they do that? And that just bothered me because no other, no, none of the other actors got replaced. Sir Kristen, the knight's the Guard, nope, didn't get replaced. Otto Hightower, played by uh, Reese Siphons, nope, didn't, <laughs> he didn't get replaced. Patty Constantine plays the king. Yeah, I mean he gets old and decrepit looking, um, but they didn't replace him, you know, because he aged. I mean, what the fuck? Why? Why did I didn't look into it? Like, if there was a, like some sort of contract or negotiation or something as to why they did that. But while I'm on the topic, like, none of these actors age at all. It's it's like what time stops in Game of Thrones. I mean, the king just looks old. And whoever did the makeup for that show should get an Emmy because he just looked like a piece of crap. Um, I mean, that was very believable. I mean, he just looked like he was going to die. Oops, spoiler alert, he dies. But, um, so the knights guard Sir Kristen, he just looks young and strapping throughout the entire show. I mean, the show takes place over, what, 20 years? And none of these people age. Um, Otto Hightower, the king's hand... Uh, played by Reese Iphons, once again, doesn't age. You know, he gets his job back, and he doesn't look like a day older. And it's been, I don't know, I don't know what the timeline was, but some time had passed. (laughs) Um, Princess Reynus, the the one from the Driftmark, uh, she never aged. I mean, she's got gray hair the whole time. And, you know, she's an older actress, but I think she would have aged, but nope, she didn't age. It's just... That just bothered me. That's another thing about the show that just bothered me. Game of Thrones used to be—it was kind of like tongue-in-cheek about the uh, the T and A that used to be on the show. I mean, they used to have some pretty uh, explicit sex scenes. I mean, I think, I think in the original series, uh, well, there was a pretty graphic scene. I think I forget—I forget the name of these these characters, but somebody got raped and they showed it, which I thought was kind of fucked up. And, um, and you know, Game of Thrones has always been kind of known for that. And this season of House of the Dragon, I mean, there was some of that, you know, bone to gabano, you know, getting it on, but it wasn't like the, the first season. But House of the Dragon was just gratuitous violence and gore. Now, the show's always been violent and gory, but this... This whole series just took it to a whole new level that just really, really bothered me. All right, here's a couple examples that just kind of ticked me off. Uh, the scene where Princess Rhaenyra, I think it's episode nine or... T- uh, nine? No, I think it's episode ten. Um, the scene where she has a stillbirth, that that was absolutely disgusting. I mean, we don't we don't need to see that, okay? We understand that she's pregnant and she's given birth early, earlier than she's, sh- than she should, but we don't need to see, like, the birth coming out of her, and the stillborn child, that was just gross, just no, okay, just no, let's hear, the King Viserys, you know, he gets old and decrepit, and he comes to dinner, or, like, the, the main hall with the, the Iron Throne, and, uh, He's wearing the, the semi-mask thing. And then he pulls it off. Oh, no, no, no. He pulls it off at uh, the dinner table. And he's just got like an empty eye socket. It's like, okay, you know, he's trying to make a point here that he doesn't look that great anymore and he's probably going to die. So, yeah, I mean, I just thought that was, I mean, once again, the makeup, whoever did the makeup was did it very well because it really looked like he was missing an eye. <laughs> the whole time I'm sitting there watching, like, how did they do that? Did they, like, green screen his face? I'd rather watch a making of Game of Thrones than the actual Game of Thrones. Ah, the scene where Alice in the Hightower, uh, she gets in a kerfuffle with Princess Rhaenyra's because her kids were fighting, and she, um, she grabs, uh, the blade, and she, uh, slashes Rhaenyra's wrist, okay? Now, we know that she got cut, we can see the blood, We don't need to see a 30-second scene of her getting stitched up. Okay? We just don't. We understand. Okay, she got cut. You gotta sew that up. Okay? Don't need to show it, like, a top-down view of the stitches being sewn. Okay? Just... Why? And this is my last example. The scene where Damon chops off the Valerian dude's head uh, because he's mouthing off that uh, Princess Rhaenyra's kids are bastards. I mean... He chops his head off, like, you know, just below the nose, I guess to make a point. He says something like, oh, he can keep his tongue. You know, and I guess Valyrian steel is, you know, sharp as hell because he got straight through that thing. And half half of his face was still there. But then they show the dude, like, on, you know, in the crypt or whatever, like, being wrapped up. And they show his, like, his... His brain and, like, his head and his body. Why? I don't want to see that. I saw his head get chopped off. Now you want me to, You want me to see him dead? All right, this caffeine's really working, so I'm just going to roll with this. Okay, where are the White Walkers? Anyone? Can, could someone answer me that question? I don't feel like, you know, Googling that because I'm probably going to get, like, six articles from Screen Rant or some clickbait bullshit about like where are the white walkers it's just my wife and i were sitting there watching and i'm like you know what's going on at the wall you know isn't that kind of like a big thing and you know game of thrones like it's not why that thing was built in the 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 knights of the whatever watch you know i mean they they make reference to it like i'll send you to the wall it's like okay well we know it exists um so what's going on there I don't know, the show just, well, it's not about that, it's about the Targaryens. Well, you know, they, they rule a kingdom, and the Wall and the, and the North is part of that, so... Big old question mark on that one. And, why aren't there any magical people, like in Game of Thrones? Like that kid, like, learned to be a wizard, or whatever. Why aren't there any magical people in this one? I don't know, it was kinda cool. They seem to have some sort of tradition... And that doesn't even get mentioned. I don't know. If you're going to have a fantasy series, throw a couple wizards in there. Right? Make it interesting. Please. And here's a big... Another big question mark. All right? Why... It seems that everyone in this show has a fucking dragon. I mean, the show is called House of the Dragon. Okay? Now, that's cool. You know, everyone's got their dragons. And, you know, Episode 10, they're starting to plot the war. And Damon's like... We've got twelve dragons to their three. And he's, like, talking like... There's, like, three dragons just wild on the beach. Like, where the where the fuck did all these dragons come from? Because 200 years later, it seems like they're all dead, except when, uh... What's-her-face? Oh, I can't remember these names. Shit. Uh, the Targaryen in, the, in Game of Thrones... Khaleesi, or... I forget her goddamn name. Anyway... You know, like there's no dragons, and then she gets what was it, like two or three eggs, and then suddenly there's dragons again. But those are like the only three dragons. But in this series, seriously, everyone and their mother has has a goddamn dragon, and they all know how to ride them. It's just like public transportation at this point. You know, like they actually they they build it into their speech. I will return on dragon back. I'll send a raven. No, I'll go on dragon. Like, okay. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I fucking hate Game of Thrones. Don't get me wrong. I think the dragons are one of the best parts of the show. I mean, the end of the whole series where the two kids are chasing each other on the dragons and the big fucking dragon eats the little dragon and the kid. I mean, you knew it was going to happen. You wanted to see it happen. And to see it happen was pretty cool. Um, but then when he, uh, I don't know, Amon, Aegon, whatever the fucking kid, the kid with the eye patch, whenever he's like, no, why did you do that? Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? I mean, you were bullying the kid. You, what, what was the end result of that? You know, like, oh shit, he ate him. Like, were you trying to knock him off the dragon? <laughs> like that would have had like a better outcome. Jesus. And though that here's another thing about that whole scene. Why didn't the uh, what was it? Jace was that? Was that the kid's name? Why didn't you just land the fucking dragon? Why do you keep flying? Just be like, "You know what? This sucks. I'm just going to land and let this guy just fly by." I'm I'm sure the outcome would have been a lot better than getting eaten by a fucking dragon midair. Jesus. They should make like a comedy series or like something a little bit more lighthearted, less gory, about the people who take care of the dragons. I'd watch that. You know, like, oh, man, the dragon just took another crap, you know? Oh, that sucks. You know, and then, like, bitch, like, Princess Rhaenyra wants her dragon ready in 20 minutes. You know, it could be, like, taxi, except it would be dragons. I, I think I'm on to something here. You could do, like, the taxi theme, except it could be all symphonic, like the Game of Thrones theme. I, wow, this is a great idea. Somebody out there, if you're listening and you have any sort of videography experience, you know, shoot me a, shoot me a message. I, this would be a great show. But once again, George R.R. R. Martin and HBO are just laughing all the way to the bank because they are just taking shit and throwing it against the wall and calling it Game of Thrones, and people are just eating it up. I mean, once again, I am not a Game of Thrones person. I can respect it for what it is, but every time I watch it, I just feel like incomplete or just unfulfilled. Auction. Auction. auction, 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 auction. Alert. Alright, so this week on Auction Alert, I am the highlighted auction is a TurboGrafx 16. Right now it is on Shop Goodwill, there's 11 bids, and it's right now at $401. And there's eight days left on the auction. Now, the reason I'm highlighting this auction is not because I want to buy a TurboGrafx 16. But it has been on my mind, and the reason is this. Uh, was it last week? Yeah, last week, my son said he wanted to go to the arcade. So my wife and I, we caved. We said, all right, fine, we'll go to the arcade. And at Towson Town Mall, there's a, an arcade. It's a chain, I think. It's called Round, Round One or Round Up or something like that. And this has got, like, the bowling alley and, you know, all the big games. Now, this is not the arcade of my youth, okay? This isn't, you know, go get, you know, $5 worth of quarters and, you know, spend an hour while mom goes shopping. This this arcade is loud. The games are huge and the place is really dark. Now, when I was a kid, arcades were dark as well, but I find the older I get, I I don't like these these dark environments. It's hard to see. Okay, <laughs> so this arcade has we played. Well, they had Mario Kart, so we played some Mario Kart. Air hockey. Thank God I had air hockey. I love air hockey. Um, had to let my son win though. But if you ever play me in air hockey, game on because I will I will annihilate you. Uh, what else did we play? Uh, Played some pinball. I love playing pinball, but anyway, so tucked in the corner, I don't know why, but there were the quote-unquote good games. There was um like Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two, uh, Tetris, but one of the uh, consoles or whatever cabinets was Ray Force, and Ray Force is a shooter by I think it's Taito. Uh, I'd have to look it up. But anyway, um, I, I put a picture on my Instagram of this uh, arcade cabinet. And I just, I've, I, I sat there for a while playing Rayforce. And I'm not really big into shooters. Now, the TurboGrafx-16 system had a lot of shooters, from what I understand. And they did make a mini uh, console, uh, TurboGrafx-16 mini console. I would sooner pick that up to, you know, get some shooters than actually buy an actual Uh, TurboGrafx-16. They're a wanted commodity, as we can tell from this one auction. I mean, $401 and there's still more than a week. I'll be curious to see what it goes for, and I'll be curious to see if somebody actually pays for it. So there you go. TurboGrafx-16 shooters. That's where all this is coming from all right thank you for listening to the podcast today at two consoles too late i have been the host jackson kebler you can go to your local google search engine and type in two number two consoles two t-o-o late and you can find me on the interwebs i'm all over the place Covered a lot of topics today, you know, we were talking about going to a Comic-Con, what is a service dog, what is not a service dog, and how much I really don't like Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. As well as my search for a TurboGrafx-16 that I'm never going to buy, but if I had the money, I probably would buy it. I don't know. Once again, head on over to the Patreon at patreon.com slash two consoles too late. Drop me some shekels and uh, you can get that exclusive content, the uh, video game commute podcast. But as always, have a good one. I love you. Goodbye. And lastly, why do people go to Comic-Cons? <coughs> To hear me, fuck you. No, no, and no. That's getting turned off right.